Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Welcome, welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 60. How to make dating fun. Whoa, feels like we've really, <laughs> have we bitten off more than we can chew? And I've heard a lot of horror stories lately. How to make dating fun. I promise you, you can make fucking anything fun. Actually, I have a great story to share. This is a great place to start. Do you have anything to say before I go into my story? No, I want to hear this story. Okay. You can make anything fun. So a couple of years ago, I just got home from my retreat in Greece and I got called in for jury duty. And it was a week after I got home from my retreat. I got called in to whatever, you go through the process of seeing if you're fit for the juror. And I was at first super bummed. I was, you know, really wanting to rest for my retreat. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the law courts. And I felt all this inner resistance. And then I just changed the story. And I was like, hmm, why don't I make this the best day ever? I'm going to go to this jury duty thing. And it's like a two-day process where you go and you get interviewed. And um, you have to sit in a room and wait for a long, long time. This was pre-COVID, so we didn't have to wear masks. And you could sit with strangers. <laughs> there was like 250 of us in a room. And so I went and I just set the intention that I was going to have my heart open, that I was going to flirt, that I was going to connect, that I was going to have the best day on jury duty day and or applying or whatever it's called. I don't know the formal terms. So I went to the law courts and I got there and I was waiting for the entire first day, like just waiting for my name to be called. And I, and it turns out it was like a murder trial from 1970 something. And it was like, it was, and so I came up with my reason to get out of jury duty pretty quickly. Um, but I made so many friends. I was sitting in this, like in this group of people and literally nobody in the entire room of 250 people was talking to each other, except for all the people near me. And we were connecting and exchanging numbers, exchanging Instagrams and telling stories and laughing. And mm. I saw this guy from across the room and I'm like, wow, that guy's quite handsome. He kind of looks like a friend I went to high school with. Turns out it was. And he came over and he was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it was you. I just saw this like group of people having a blast. And was he was so jealous because he was sitting on the other side of the room and it was so serious. And, um, Anyways, long story short, I got out of jury duty, um, made a bunch of friends, had lunch with my friend Mark, who I hadn't seen in like 15 years and had the best day ever. And it was just this like 
could have been a super boring, super triggering, super like could have been on my phone the whole time, scrolling on social media, pissed off that I was there. And I think most people in the room were and resistant to the reality of it. And yet it became this totally playful. I was even flirting with the sheriff and he knew our names by the end of the day, like me and a couple of people around me. And yeah, it was just this like beautiful, amazing experience that could have been super, super boring. So if I could turn that around, you can turn it <laughs> date around and have an amazing time, even if it's someone you're not in alignment with, even if it, um, even if you have to set a boundary and leave, like you can make dating fun no matter what. I love that story. And I love that you led with, you can make anything fun because essentially that's the point of this episode. This is calling to the carpet that you are in charge of your experience. And when dating stops being fun, that's an indication that you need to take a break from it and kind of detach from dating for a moment to reset rather than what I watched so many women do. And and I found I've had a ton of clients this week unhooking from the pattern of pushing. Like everything is a push, like pushing to get things done, pushing through dating. I just have to find my partner. I just have to get through this next hour of my work day rather than fun is the natural occurrence of what happens when you're totally present. Mm-hmm. And when you're not showing up on a date, essentially unconsciously saying, make this fun for me, mm-hmm. which is what women are doing on dates. Yeah. And I, I found myself, I've been saying this a lot lately, you know, Life is all, and you say this all the time, life is every possible experience and there are going to be really unhealthy, annoying guys on dating apps. And there's going to be really, really amazing ones. And where Mm -hmm. we get caught is getting angry about the what's up messages or the shitty messages and then giving all of our energy and attention to that rather than, oh, this is part of the deal. Sometimes it rains. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, not so great things happen, but I can either attach to that and go down a rabbit hole around it or just remember that I'm in charge of my experience. And my favorite line is no big deal. That's what I teach my clients. Oh, you didn't respond. No big deal. He said, what's up? And I don't really want to engage with him. No big deal. You have to stop being so reactive to life and healing is about learning how to respond And what can you do to make it fun for you? How do you feel when you're getting ready for a date, even before you sign on to the app? Are you loving on yourself and dancing and affirming yourself and reminding yourself that it gets to be fun because you decide it's going to be? Or are you sourcing your self-worth from it? Because that's what most women are doing is their self-worth is, is coming from outside of themselves, needing validation, needing attention, needing. And so the dating is coming from that place, even though they're, they're also like trying to find a husband, trying to find a partner, but there's, they're trying to self, they're trying to source their self-worth from outside of themselves and think this thing outside of me is going to make me feel better. A cause and effect. Once I get that thing, then I'll feel better. And like we say on every episode, you've got to start sourcing your worth from within. And when you source your worth from within and you know, and you, your worth is already there. Like it's in, if you dig really deep inside of yourself, it's there. It's unwavering. If you connect to that worth inside of you that I am worthy because I am, because I'm me. 
that I don't need a relationship to feel worthy. I don't need a man to feel worthy. I don't need compliments to feel worthy. I don't need a raise to feel worthy. I don't need, my worth is not attached to how much money I make. It's not attached to whether or not I have a relationship. It's not attached to whether or not the guy texts me back. Your worth is, is it's just this beautiful gem that lives inside of you. That's always there. And you just have to feel it and feed it and nourish it and clean it and keep it sparkly, keep your heart sparkly, keep your soul sparkly so that, you know, no matter what you are fucking worthy. And whatever this person's behavior is on this date or after this date has absolutely nothing to do with you. Nothing. Nothing. And yet all day long, your saboteur will write scripts about how everything everybody does has to do with you and how everything is personal. And how, if he doesn't text you back, it means you're not good enough. And if the guy you don't like doesn't text you back, then you really must not be good enough, right? Your mind is going to tell you all sorts of stories to make you feel shitty about dating. And so you can hang out in those stories and you can swim in those stories and keep reinforcing those stories, or you can rewrite your story. You can get back connected to that beautiful, magical gem of who you are and show up on the date and see how you feel and stop paying attention to who he is or who you think him to be and just pay attention to how you feel. Hmm. Oh, I'm relaxed right now. Oh, I got a little nervous there. Oh, I'm feeling really confident tonight. I'm kind of funny. Oh, feeling really sexy. Wow. I'm feeling really unattractive. Maybe I didn't do enough beautiful rituals, practices before this date to feel attractive, to, not for him, for you, to feel turned on, to feel lit up, to feel alive. We create our own freaking realities. If you yes. haven't figured that this out by oh, now, by now. <laughs> let, let us tell you. <laughs> it, there is nothing less fun than attaching your worth to anything outside of yourself. Like no. fun and play becomes impossible because if you're attached to everything and needing to prove your worth, that's what sets in motion all the pressure you put on yourself and all the anxiety and all the obsession with whether or not you get a text back. And then my loves, what are the chances of somebody texting you back when you're behaving that way or when your worth is attached to what they do, you will attract another wounded person who's doing the same thing with you. And that's most of all what's actually happening in relationships right now. And you are worthy and valuable because you exist exactly as Kate just said it. And you cult, cultivate this. I think it's not like, like I found my truth is I learned to love myself through spirituality, through really just rooting into I'm alive because of unconditional love, right? Like bigger than my parents, like the soul of who I am has nothing to do with who my parents are, right? Mm -hmm. They, my mom birthed me. I was raised in that family, but there is a greater purpose for every single one of our souls. And once I understood that, once I connected with the higher power, then all my mental crap about like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Just started to fade away. And then I treated myself like someone who had worth. Yeah. And so that place of it doesn't, you can be affirming. I am worthy all you want, but if you're still treating yourself like shit, that's not going to work. Yes. Right. The fe- feelings and thoughts actually follow behavior right? Try and feel like crap dancing to your favorite song. Just try, right? Like try and feel like crap, maybe doing difficult things. You know, I have a a client who just was willing after three months of dating to speak out loud that she wanted more from her partner and that she really wanted a committed relationship. And he said that he didn't want that. And she called me after it was like, I, this was painful. 
And I can feel myself building my worth as a result of doing this. Like I just stood for myself and you will not feel worthy chasing men. You won't, you won't feel worthy trying to get someone to love you. You won't feel worthy putting everybody else first. It's not rocket science. Like it's not, you don't need psychoanalysis and 20 years of therapy to get this. Like it is daily devotion to taking care of yourself and caring about how you feel. And yes, the childhood wounds get in our way and we do need to clean that up. And inner child work is so powerful and healing. And then eventually you get to the point of where you have to be who you needed. You have to become the woman that you needed in your home. You have to become the parent you needed. You have to become the partner you think you need, right? And become the love of your life. You are the love of your life. You do have everything. And when you feel worthy, then you're worthy and willing to ask for help and to let yourself be supported and to let yourself be loved by people. But the behaviors matter, right? It's what you do every single day. And your brain really, really likes small, doable, consistent steps. I know we're all attracted to like wave a wand and, and you're transformed, but the brain really, really likes, and you build your connection to your self-worth by acting like you matter every single day, saying no, unhooking from other people's ideas and feelings about you and continuing to surround yourself with people who really see you and love you for exactly who you are. Hmm. Yeah. All of that. Love that so much. I, our self-worth is built from within and it's based on our choices and we get to choose every day, like learning how to put yourself first. I love the word, you know, there's selfish, which is, I don't give a shit about anyone else. And then there's selfless, which means, which is, I don't give a shit about myself. I'm just here for everybody else. And then there's self-centered, which is funny because it's been that word has been contorted with selfish, but to me, self-centered is the most important thing. You need to be centered within yourself and make choices that feel good to you. So, you know, if you, I, I think of one of my clients in my reclamation course, just quit her job. And she's been an accountant for many, many, many years. And she was suffering so deeply. And this job was so out of alignment with her soul and who she really is. And yet she kept forcing herself. She had her, her saboteur had all these reasons why she had to stay. And she was going to leave one day, one day, one day. And we do this in relationships. And we do this with what we're tolerating with guys that we have sex with. Well, like people were casually seeing, but it's not actually aligned with what we truly desire. We do this in friendships where we go against our own truth over and over again. We bury our truth. And yet what does that create anxiety? Because your mind is telling you to do one thing, but your soul's like, no, your body's like, no. And then you create that discord within you. And the anxiety is leading you back home to your truth. So you build your worth by following your truth. So when you are out there dating, and I mean, this episode was about fun and here we are so serious, but it is fun when you start following your truth, because then you get to see how fucking magical life is. Like, this client who just quit her job, she quit it January 1st. And I, I, she's like, looks like a different person. She's like alive again. She feels free again. She feels happy again. We become prisoners of our own inner experience, our inner experience. We get trapped in these stories and we get trapped in these, like you said earlier, dramatization of, you know, all the men and all the dating experiences that weren't good instead of like, oh yeah, that's part and parcel. That's part of it. There's going to be things that are out of alignment. There's going to be things that are in alignment, people that are out of alignment, people that are in alignment. And your only job 
is to pay attention to your own experience, to take responsibility for how you feel going into the date, showing up in your most expansive, most expressed self. If you're not feeling good, if you're feeling like crap, cancel the date and ask for a reschedule, like actually honor your own truth. Instead of, like you said, pushing forward to get some results, like you're never going to get, you're never going to get to experience how you want to feel. Like when we're pushing towards a result, we're really just chasing a feeling, but that feeling lives inside of you already. So you pushing to get somewhere, you're never going to get to experience what you're here to experience and what all these beautiful feelings that you're longing to feel. You got to feel them first. You got to get, you got to go in and, and get connected to, and I do this all the time where I'll be, I'll wake up and I'll be off. And then I get back into my heart and get back into how I wanted to feel that day. And then I show up completely differently. I did that actually on new year's Eve. Um, I was going, I was having a bit of a rough day. I can't remember why. Maybe I didn't sleep well the night before or something. And I really wanted to have a great New Year's Eve. And I went to go meet my partner at his restaurant before I went to go meet my girlfriends for the night because he was working. And I was so in my heart and I like it, but I went from being feeling really shitty to feeling really amazing just from doing a little, like you said, dancing, singing, little meditation, little journaling, like got back plugged into me. And then I went and I was like sparkly and radiant. Jeff was like, wow, you look so beautiful. You're so magical. Like, holy crap. You're, you're you got sparkle in your eye. And he always compliment. He always comments at the times when I have the sparkle in my eye and it's not, it wasn't a sparkle that was caused by a situation or an experience outside of myself. I created it yeah. and we have this ability to create. So like you show up, you be the woman who shows up on the date, not needing anything not wanting anything, not trying to size them up to see if they're your future husband or what like, but actually just being in your own energy, in your own heart, connecting with the human, coming from curiosity and openness and lightness and not being attached to like an agenda. Do you want kids? How are you ready for a committed relationship? Not having it be a fucking job interview, but actually going just to have an experience. You, first of all, you will be a absolute breath of fresh air for that person on that date, man or woman, whoever you're dating, you will be an absolute breath of fresh air because most people are going in with an agenda and depleted and wanting this person to, to give something to them. Um, so go in like that and you'll be so much more clear on your inner guidance system when it's a yes or a no, and you'll have way more fun. Be the fun. You know, listening to you, it's like you bring the fun, you bring the energy and it is fun to connect with people when you're not trying to get something from them, but like, and you can't unhook from your worthiness being attached to what other people do or don't do until you decide that you're not going to do that anymore. You know, I'm thinking about how, uh, I mean, I'll never forget what it took for me to break up with my ex was my coach saying, it's not going to one day be easy for you to do this. You have to stop waiting to feel like you'll wake up and it'll be easy for you to walk away from him. You have to stop waiting for the day that you'll one day feel worthy because it will never come. Yeah. That day comes when you decide that you'll do the things that support that feeling experience. You know, there's a trick about motivation. We think we have to wait till we feel motivated rather than building momentum around whatever it is we want to do. 
I think I talked in one of my, my episodes about how I struggled with working out in 2020 a lot. And so one day I just asked my friend, Hey, do you want to do yoga with me every morning at 730? I really need a buddy. I really need help showing up. Oh my God, I need help showing up too. We have, I've been working out with her at 730 in the morning, five days a week for the past like six months now. And it's so easy to get up yeah. now. Yeah. You can't wait. We do. This is the princess waiting, yeah. wishing, hoping for someone to come find her in the freaking tower that she's built herself, waiting for life to change, for life circumstances to change in order for you to have fun, in order for you to feel good. That day will never come. Your well, life is happening comes, now. It sometimes comes when the universe like drops the fucking bomb on your life, but that's usually not pleasant. Like what you're, if you're in the job that you hate, like oh, sometimes oh, oh, you're like saying something- it like, bad like, happens <laughs> divine intervention happens where like yeah it's like it, it's like do it yourself because it'll be more pleasant <laughs> like sometimes yes. when we get the universe intervention sometimes it's like a little bit harsh if we're not actually listening right right I mean it, I meant it in the the day will never come when you'll feel amazing if wow. you don't spend effort doing it because yes I got sick in January two weeks on my ass because life was like all right well if you're not going to stop yourself I will exactly. <laughs> and, and realign you so yes thank god we are loved so deeply that the universe won't let us keep acting out but the day will never come of feeling good Yes. And how many people do we know that I've had one universe banging up the side of the head moment and they're still not changing, right? You and I both know people like that. They're not our clients, but we know people like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this, this place of I'm not going to be a princess waiting for her life to change anymore. I'm going to be the queen. I'm going to be the heroine of my own life, the author of my own life story, and take a look at what needs to change in me before I start complaining about why there are no good men in my city or dating sucks, right? You and I have countless clients who said all that crap before working with us. And then now are not having that experience. And guess what? They didn't move. We didn't teach them how to go on some different magical app with different men. Life circumstances are always going to change but you are in charge of your experience. And I'm the person who had, I mean, I'm the serious one. That's our, that's our introduction. I'm the serious one. Play is really hard for me. And what I want to invite is if fun and play is hard for you and you're someone with trauma that might look like mine, you know, you can say, how can I make this 5% more fun? Right. You don't have to go from like zero to a hundred. Like, how can I make this 5% more fun right now? How can I make this 5% more pleasurable right now? How can I make this 5% easier for me right now? Rather than, okay, dating isn't fun. Now I have to make it fun. Like you can do baby steps. And again, how can I feel more worthy right now? What's the next right action I can take that's in support of me honoring myself. And that can look like a hundred different things. Cause maybe it'll look like taking a break from dating. Yeah, totally. And like, and, and actively start collecting new evidence. It's like, if you're, if you're at mine, your saboteur is always going to look for, Oh, guys suck. There's no good men in my city. Online day sucks. It must be Tinder. No, now it's Bumble. Now it's Hinge. Like blaming the apps, blaming men, blaming your, your mind will always, your saboteur ego mind will always blame the external. Right. Just like the, just like our mind gives credit to the external for how we feel. But ultimately you can actually start searching for new evidence right now, like evidence of couples 
who you love to be around evidence of moments on date that dates that felt really good, where you felt really confident and powerful and sexy evidence of really good men in the world evidence, like start proving the contrary of the story that your mind is telling you. That's how you create your own reality. It's like, whatever you believe is going to be your reality. Even if the law of attraction didn't exist, obviously it's going to be your reality because it's what you believe. Right. Right. And you practice this, you know, like this never stops. Kate and I are always calling each other out. We're always connecting with each other about this. What decisions will you make today that are in support of your soul? And, you know, 5% of the time has saved my life and life does get to be fun and it'll be all things, but you not having fun doesn't help anyone. No. You not having fun doesn't help anyone. And most of all, don't you want a freaking love life that's fun or a lover that's fun? That was yeah. a non-negotiable for me. I wanted a partner who made me laugh, but no mm. one's going to make me laugh if I'm showing up on a date with like 20,000 walls around my heart and they have to break through my you yeah. know, all of it with, with a, a joke that blows my mind. You know, dating can be fun and you bring the fun, do the work to unhook from being attached to what other people are doing. And I just remembered the thought that I wanted to make also about blame, which is in order to be conscious. So this is with my couples with communication, healthy communication starts with an agreement that blame will not exist in our relationship. Mm. So it's long before you learn how to say anything, you have to make an agreement with yourself that blame is not welcome here. And that's what it takes to be a queen. You have to decide that you will not blame. We know that there are things that need to change on our planet and blaming and complaining about it all does not change it. You no. being an active contribution to a better world is what changes dating. You being a woman with standards, you being a woman not tolerating bullshit behavior. You and I have said 5,000 times, we believe men will change on the dating apps when women hold them to a higher standard and don't yeah. tolerate crumbs and bullshit, right? Yeah. Stop. You don't have to be the dating police and, and tell everyone how to behave, <laughs> but you get to say, what do I welcome in my world? What kind of behavior? is allowed in my world and blame cannot be part of it for you. And please don't date someone who always blames other people because you're already watching who that, that partner will be from the beginning. Yeah. So any last words you want to say? Um, yeah. I just want to say like when you're dating from your heroine, which it's like your heroines, your soul self, your heroine is no longer the story that we've been, the saboteur life is like operating from someone else's script, someone else's story. We've all been fed the story that our, all our lives are supposed to look the same. We're all supposed to have one partner. We're all supposed to have one partner for life. We're all supposed to have a picket fence and we're all supposed to have children. We're all supposed to have X, Y, and Z. And I mean, all the women I work with, that's what they, they had headed down that road and they are all very high achieving. So they did really good at checking all the boxes and they're like, I freaking, I, I want, I aced this life. And then like, now what I'm fucking miserable. And now I'm not happy in my relationship. And I did all the things. It's like, so from your heroine, you're rewriting the script, you're rewriting your story. And you can't really know what the future is going to hold. You can dream big and desire and, and pay attention to how you want to feel, but you can't know what's coming. But to operate from your heroine and dating, it means two things to have your heart wide open and to also have your boundaries in place. So do, so like you said, like when something doesn't feel right, feels off, trust your gut, set boundaries, speak your truth. If it's a no, it's a no. Don't have sex because you're like, oh, I guess I should. You actually 
follow your own truth, your own inner guidance system. You are clear with your yeses and noes, your boundaries, and your heart is open. You, you like when we walk through the world with our heart open, we get to experience the beauty and magic of life. And a lot of women whose hearts are shut down, think it's not safe to have their hearts open, but that's why you have your boundaries in place. Both you can, you can have both simultaneously. You can trust implicitly, have your heart wide open and also trust yourself the most when your inner guidance system is like, Nope, this guy's not a fit. Someone kills off. You say, thank you so much for the coffee. It means so much. Um, and this is not a fit for me, but I really wish you all the best in your dating. Have an amazing day loving boundary, open-hearted. You don't go home blaming him. You don't call your friend and say, I think that guy was a psychopath. Something felt off. And I set a boundary. You, you just celebrate that you honored your truth and you move forward and you move on and you keep your heart open. You don't then take that energy into the next date. You know, okay, men can't be trusted. That's not safe. Like you keep your heart open and you keep following your own inner guidance system. And if you don't have access to it, work with Catherine or I, (laughs) we will, we will teach you how to come back home, how to reclaim all of who you are and how to access that inner guidance system again, so that you can walk through the world with your heart open and your boundaries in place. Amen. So good. So if you loved this episode and know some friends that need to hear it, please share with them. And if you're not already hanging out with us in the new truth movement, Facebook group, get your butt over there. We have lots of amazing offerings. Kate, you're right in the middle of a launch with your program. Do you want to talk about the reclamation? Oh yeah. My program called the reclamation. It's a 12 week immersive program um, that starts March 1st and um, we'll, we'll share the link below, but it's an amazing journey of reclaiming your heroine and no longer living from saboteur and learning how to really be the woman in the world that you desire to be. And to be, uh, I mean, you're going to step into parts of yourself. You don't even know are there, but basically (laughs) to break free from this pattern of thinking it's going to come from outside of you or to break free from the pattern of being shut down from love and being able to open your heart again and connect with the truth of who you are. The reclamation is about reclaiming all that you are, all those parts of yourself that got shut down throughout your life, every time you were hurt or heartbroken or disappointed or let down or uh, traumatized in any way. It's all about reclaiming every aspect of you, your sensuality, your power, your ability to set boundaries, your joy, your play, pleasure, everything, all of who you are. So yeah, I would love to see you there. Kate is the queen of fun. Like if you're, you're a woman, you've already done a shit ton of work. You're really solid in yourself, but life is still not feeling juicy and magical and fun. Kate is your guide. (laughs) Kate is your guide. I'm so excited for you. And so excited for all the women in the reclamation. You have helped me so much. I mean, you remind me of it every single day. Life is supposed to be fun. Dating is supposed to be fun. Your relationships are supposed to be fun. It gets to be easy. Like you're on the other side of all of your healing now. And you're really ready to be with like-minded women, women who are in their power and joy and celebrating their life too. So we'll post the links. I was just going to say an act of rebellion to be the woman who's, who's yes. enjoying life, savoring life, enjoying pleasure, walking slowly through the world, being with what they're experiencing, actually having our hearts open and feeling good, enjoying moments like that is an act of rebellion in this hustle, grind, push, 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 go, 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 Western world, patriarchy. It is, it's an act of rebellion. 
and it's worth it because it's so freaking fun. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, we love you and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, and we will see you soon.